Hi everyone, this is Charlotte Palmer, bringing you a mix of interviews and music from around your area on behalf of H Spark Radio. Hello everyone, this is Charlotte Palmer here. I'm on behalf of H Spark Radio. I'm here again with Christine Watts and the, our local Hedgewitch. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is the second in an eight-part series that we'll be doing. Isn't that right, Christine? It is. Yes. Thank We're you. We're going to be doing an eight-part series all about paganism and the different seasons and the... What are they called again, Christine? The Sabbaths. The Sabbaths. That's Not right. the Sabbath, as, which is a Jewish or... Uh, with a TH at the end, it's a Sabbat without an H. That's right. So we're doing the Sabbat, the second in an eight-part series. Isn't that right? So hey, there's eight. And, uh, and we did the, the wonderful Halloween one, and now we're going to do the Christmas one, or as you call it, Yule. Yule. That's or right. Tell actually, us about that. It is Yol, which is the Nordic or Viking, if you like, uh, expression. Uh, Yol, uh, or J-O-L, Yol. Um, uh, if you look at York... It's called Jorvik when the Norse, when the Vikings were there. So Yol comes from there, the word Yol. Uh, we celebrate usually on the 21st, which is a major Sabbath, which is um, the... Sorry, lost the train of thought. It's yeah. the, <laughs> the cold. I've got a witchy cold, so my brain goes into overdrive. I, um, we celebrate the 21st because it's the shortest day or thereabouts, so it's all the longest night. And as such, um, pagan or old people would have thought, where's the sun? You know, we're never going to get the light back because mm. now, as we all know, the days are getting shorter and shorter. So when it gets to the 21st of December, it's, it's a very short day. So pagan people would have brought back into their houses light. They would have brought, well, they would have been lit more tapers or whatever they lit in the houses. They would also have brought greenery in, holly, ivy, mistletoe, anything they could find. Um, and they would have been brought in so that you're bringing evergreen back into your house. So you're asking the gods and the goddess to keep green, please, because we need green, green is life. So they would all have been brought in. And of course, um, then after the 21st or the solstice, it would get lighter again. So they would have thought, oh, it's worked, perhaps. or mm. But... Um, but also, we were celebrating then the returning light. So again, bringing the light in. Also, pagans believe that it is the birth of the Sun King. That's S-U-N, as opposed to when the Christians decided to use the same holiday, they made it the Son of, of, of God. I've got nothing against this. Christianity is beautiful. I think Christ was, was a prophet. I like a bit of Christ in Christmas. I love the carols. I love Christmas. Friends have said to me, oh, don't you celebrate Christmas? Well, they've only got to come to my house to know. <laughs> it's festooned for Christmas. Um, but yes, obviously, I haven't got a, a Christian message in my theme. But one has got to realise that the story of Christ is a good one and it's something we should live by. And as a pagan, I'm happy to accept that. But we're celebrating the birth of the Sun King. And the goddess had been impregnated by the god in, at Beltane in May. She gives birth this time. She goes into a period of rest afterwards and she gives birth to her son, who she then mates with again in May. Not as incestuous as, you sound, as it sounds, it is the theme of the wheel of life, much the same as Christianity portray it right. as the son of God. So yes, we celebrate that. I think I said before, when we bring uh, Christmas trees in, which of course were brought in in what, the 1850s um, by Prince Albert, we're bringing green back into the house, so we're celebrating the same thing. We put a star on the top, to us it's a pentagram, no different. Pentagram is a symbol of protection and it was considered the five points of Christ as well. We also decorate in usually the red and green, which are the colours of the returning sun and colours that... We also, obviously, with gold and silver, uh, which is certainly returning the colours uh, of, the, of the sun, we give gifts, which would probably have come from lots of old ways that were going on around the world at the time. 
the Romans would give gifts at the time. Um, so all of these things were symbolic that was going on around the world before Christianity took such a great hold. Okay. So you've got the Festival of Light. Diwali is a festival of light, yes. which we're coming into, I think. Or are we here? I think Hanukkah. It's happened. It's happened. It's Diwali was early this year. Yes. Hanukkah. Yes. Uh, which is a festival of light. Um, yes. I, somewhere, I can't remember where this was, someone's talking about a festival of light somewhere else across the world. To pagans, it's our festival of light as well. So that is what it's all about. But a lot of the symbolism um, is represented. Father Christmas was an old jolly elf, wears a red coat, not because of Coca-Cola, but because Frau Holder, which is a German goddess mm. who gave gifts at Christmas time, wore red. Mm. Um, he gives his antlers, the antlers of the deer are considered to be like the sort of twig, you know, I can see the twigs and the light and, and the idea of the winter times. They're considered also um, to be symbolic, again, of the stag. We hunted the wild stag. So all these things become intertwined. In one another and it is very interesting when you you look at them and you know yes I do have angels around at Christmas and I I have fairies because I love fairies but again they are goddess figures To us, at this time of the year, we are beginning to turn inwards. So the land is hibernating. We hibernate. We all do, in our own way. Um, because it's too cold to go out, so we tend to hibernate. So as pagans, we look to the time of stillness and silence, where we can take stock of our life. After Halloween, 
or Sawain, as I prefer to call it, where we've asked the, the goddess to take away all that we no longer need as a form of transformation. We're now accepting what we now need to take forward to Imbolc, which is the 2nd of February, when we start afresh. So there is that too. And at this time, we celebrate the goddess who is inward-looking, if you like, the stillness, the goddess that brings us clarity, clarity of thought and vision. And we celebrate the goddess, um, I celebrate the goddess Arinrod, who is the spider goddess. Um, she weaves the stars across the northern sky. I mean, it's such a beautiful thought. Well, the thought of big giant spiders isn't that beautiful, is it? <laughs> no, but you know what? I don't like spiders. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those rare witches that can run a mile if a spider turns yeah. up. But I quite like the idea of the spider because the spider never gives up and the web is continuous. So I like the theme of that. But spiders play a role at Christmas, which I hope I remember and tell you about, because there's a lovely story about spiders. But this, the weaver goddess, Arinrod, she's a Welsh goddess, she um, lives in Caircidi, which is in the, beyond the Northern Lights. Um, and of course she's at the time of snow and cold, uh, and I like the power and energy that she brings. And whenever I see them, you don't see the stars much here, do we, unfortunately? No, no. I go to Norfolk a lot and yeah. you can look up and you, the stars are so much beautiful. And I automatically, even in the summer, think of her mm. weaving those stars mm. for us. Um, and she is, uh, she, she takes you into to look at, look at yourself, to be thoughtful. And in that thoughtfulness, you bring your family in, I think, because you want them around you. So that's yeah. how I, I visualise you. But the Christmas spider, if I can just tell you a quick yes, story do. about Absolutely. one. It, we don't know where it comes from. We think it comes from Eastern European folk story. They, um, it inspired the use of tinsel on Christmas trees. Now, I'm getting to be an old woman now, and I can remember the tinsel that was quite mm. like lead, and it used to be yes. actually beautiful. Yeah. Although the cat would eat it, but it is absolutely can't be healthy for the cat. No, so you stop buying it. <laughs> but you can't get that beautiful metal lead type mm. tinsel, which was really beautiful. Um, they believe that that's where Germany took the idea from on their Christmas trees, mm -hmm. from this story, because they used to make them from from possible beaten silver or lead. Mm. Um, and there once was a poor family who couldn't afford to decorate their Christmas tree. And when the children go to sleep on Christmas Eve, a spider covers the tree in cobwebs. And on Christmas morning, the cobwebs are magically turned into silver strands to decorate the tree. How beautiful. That, that is beautiful. And as much as I don't particularly like spiders, I kind of thinking that is a beautiful thought. Some versions say it was the sun that changed the cobwebs. Others that it was, in fact, Father Christmas. But whoever or whatever, it was supposed to bring good luck if you find a cobweb on your Christmas tree. So now I look for a cobweb. <laughs> and I hope there's a cobweb. But I think that these are the sort of things that that inspired tinsel. So you've got to look at these old stories. Oh, it's no a, idea. I think it's such a lovely story. Yes, I, lovely I tell story. people once I found it, which is yes. very good. And then we've got the whole money spider thing. You'd want a money spider to do it as well, wouldn't yes. you? Yes. Oh, yes, even better. <laughs> particularly at the expense of Christmas. Bring, um, you, bring you money at Christmas. So, yes, so we are at this time, we are hopefully gathering your... Years ago, they would bring in the your log. They'd choose a log that would burn in the grate for 12 days. Um, and interestingly, the 12 days of Christmas has probably come from the Romans. Here we go again. I'm not going to yes. read this. But they had a festival called Saturnalia, right. um, which yes. lasted from the 17th to the 24th of After December. Saturn, isn't it? Yes. Saturn the planet. All work was put aside. Mm. And they, um, but they did like a bit of gambling yes. and feasting, where we get that from. But the social order was reserved, reversed, and that's happened in the past here as well. So the masters became the servants, and the servants became the masters. The festival was named for the god Saturn, as you've just said, um, but he was rather a gloomy figure, Saturn. I, I, I don't deal with a lot of Roman gods and goddesses, but Saturn is a gloomy figure. Um, or Saturn, I should say. Right. Um, but, and he was always depicted with a sickle. Uh, and with figures of death, or and we wonder now whether that's where old Father Time might have come from. Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, you can see. I mean, this is it's a leap of faith, but it, yeah. it's it's there, and you can see now why things move on. Yeah. Um, they also believe 
that for the sun to rise again, it was necessary to feast and be merry and that they would decorate everything in green. So again, we've picked it up from them. But interestingly, on the 25th of December, they had a celebration called Juvenalia, which was a holiday to honour children, and gifts would be given. Mm. 
So you can see where, no one quite knows where these myths have sprung from, mm. but it's become use of, of people um, through the years that mm. we've taken inwards and taken with us. I just thought that was quite interesting. But um, yes, most, I do get a bit cross. I do, I, I'm on Facebook sites with pagans and there's some, oh, it's Christmas and they're moaning. For goodness sake, lighten up, yeah. you know. It, it, this is a time of festival, it's a time of light, it's a time to be jolly. And so what if they're playing? I wish it could be Christmas every time you go into the go-op. <laughs> I love it, personally, and I can never get enough of it. But it's no point moaning just because you're a pagan. Some pagans have to prove their pagan credentials by saying, mm. oh, I'm not going to sort the of purists. celebrate this. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense. As yeah. pagans, we believe is what... And it do no harm, do it. And if mm. we like it, we like it. So, yeah, I'm a pagan that celebrates Christmas. I don't tend to send Christmas cards. I send Yuletide cards, or I send cards that might just say Merry Christmas. I do mm. not, because I think that's hypocritical mm. to take the Christian yes. message. However, I will go with my granddaughter to yes. St Anne's yes. for the Christmas carols for the school, because we should, we should embrace every part of it and, mm. and work together for it. And I love it. I love doing that with her. So it is silly to try and stick to, as a pagan to be a purist over it. I am a purist in my approach, yes. but I do accept Christmas for what it is. But it's interesting to see the roots of where Christmas came from. Absolutely. And we, we can still embrace that because that's our roots, that's our heritage, that's our history, right? It's in our genes. Exactly. So it's in our genes. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and not everybody is a Christian. There are lots of people who are lots of different religious and philosophical and spiritual de denominations who are still happy to celebrate the essence of Christmas, which is Absolutely. all about loving and giving Absolutely. and compassion Absolutely. And, and being connected with, with all your fellow friends, family, fellow man. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That's the message, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I do watch the cheesy Christmas movies on Christmas 24 at the moment and True Christmas. <laughs> And yeah, you know, as my husband says, oh, we've got the little child. I don't actually think Christmas is just for children. Mm. I think Christmas is for the children in all of us. Mm. And all the children in my family, we keep the magic of Christmas going as much as possible. And that is what it's all about. And it's that belief in each other uh, and that belief in the good inside of you. Um, and that's what I think Father Christmas is, that goodness that's inside of us. And I believe that um, he doesn't bring presents at Christmas. I think he sprinkles magic dust of <laughs> happiness around. And that's how we've tried to bring our children up. They know that Father Christmas will bring presents, but they know that we've given them to Father Christmas. I've got my granddaughter with the elf on the shelf at the moment, but she, um, I hope she doesn't hear this, but yeah. she, um, she does love, still at 10, Christmas. Yeah. And I can't see anything wrong in keeping that magic. Sure. And I think that that's where we go wrong. Mm. We try to, we try to, we, we've got to be real. There's a mm. big world, world out there. But, you know, for a couple of months at the end of the year or the beginning of the year, whichever mm. way you want to look at it, we can be childish and happy and experience joy and the wonder mm. and that little bit of magic that just might happen. Absolutely. I, on another tack, I notice how sometimes consumerism gets in the way and yeah. it makes people intolerant and grumpy yeah. and stressed yes. which isn't the spirit of Christmas it's not. is it no and you know when you, when you compare what Christmas presents used to be like in those times yeah. and what they've, they've become one in every ten presents now end up in landfill apparently <laughs> Yeah. And with all the plastic exactly. around it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's completely, it, it, you know, it's lost its, the spirit of it. It's lot. Would, would you not say that in many ways, because of that, because consumerism has jumped on the bandwagon, it has taken the essence of it? Because generosity isn't about what you give, it's, it's who you are being. Would absolutely. You you, it's it, in your being, generosity. Absolutely. And I, abundance, you know, abundance is, is all about but nature, would you not agree? That is because we celebrate at uh, Lammas, as we yes. call it, in, in August, September. We celebrate the abundance of the land and we mm. give thanks and we're grateful. There you go. So now we're reaping what, if, if we were still living true to the land, mm. um, I'm afraid you and I would be with our pinions on, with our little pots of preserves going <laughs> yeah. on. But we would have our preserves, we'd have our mm. dried herbs, we'd yes. have all of this. Yes. And even though you had the lean months ahead, mm. you would have killed the, the pig and, and had it ready. You would have been fatting that turkey, that Christmas, that uh, Christmas, that mm. chicken up for Christmas. Yes. Not that we didn't have turkeys till later. Um, or the goose. Um, yes. 
because it is it's about joining together at the darkest time of the year and saying look this is what we are we're all friends and the best gifts we, they would have given them would have been gifts that they had made anyway. Mm. And, you know, all the children of my family, excuse me, I've much more appreciated the little things they've made me mm. rather than a, a present. Um, and as I say to everyone, it's not the cost of the va- it's not the value of the present. Exactly. It is the fact that someone has, I try to, f- to find a present for everyone that they want, mm. um, which is hard. Um, and if it costs five pound, or £25, if that's what I think is going to be good for them, they'll, mm. you know, what they want. Why is it always Christmas When we look to what we've always done before as if there among the show repeats and chestnuts We'll find a joy that only comes from days of yore You don't need to believe in fairy tales Just this one we're living is enough Cause right down at its heart the simple story of our lives and it's love I still believe in Christmas Behind all the hoopla There's a dream, or so it seems A dream where snow is falling breathless And the fire throws out a happy glow all night At times it doesn't hurt to see the world In a rosy kind of light It hasn't snowed for years and years Yet every car's a snow Every Christmas brings new tunes Yet still we're dreaming big, sweet dream But deck those halls, fling wide the gates Because we should learn from each year We don't need to dream of anything Cause it's all going on right here I still believe in Christmas Behind all that hoopla There's a dream, or so it seems A dream where snow is falling breathless And the fire throws out a happy glow all night So make this the happiest Christmas A time to think of what your dream might be Cause dreams are how we make this tired and listless world See that everyone's alright Sometimes it doesn't hurt to see the world in a rosy kind of light. I agree with you. Consumerism takes over everything. It took over Valentine's Day, which is another story we can talk about close to that time. It's taken over Easter. Yeah. It's taken over Mothering Sunday, which was a beautiful ceremony that the churches used to have, mm. which is nothing wrong. It, you know, it was wonderful. But now we must take mum out to dinner. We must. And you're on a, I've asked my children not to yeah. do it because you're on a, a conveyor belt. Yeah. And, you know, I'd rather they cook me a meal. Yeah. Oh, we stayed in our home. Um, Christmas, you know, friends of mine have gone to, oh, we go to this restaurant for Christmas Day. Mm. We don't. We stay here. Yes and we celebrate together, and we have silly games, 
and we have little stockings for each other and I try and make their cards and I try and make little things for them. My grandmother started this years ago, bless her heart, made something for us every Christmas. She'd buy us a present. Always very practical though, pyjamas for the men. Mm. Um, but that's what they did because yeah. they didn't have money. You didn't have a lot of money so you had that. Brill cream for the men on the yeah. tree. Tree present in the evening. So she'd start off with a lovely present for everyone. And in the evening, round her house, over Christmas cake and tea, the little presents on the bottom of the tree that she had placed there. And the women would have pinnies that she'd made, aprons, but again, they were lovely because she'd chosen the fabric, she'd stylized them to the women in the family. And the children would have a little gift. It might be something she'd made, mittens or a cardigan or something. Or it might have just been a toy that she thought that we might like. Never expensive. But she put herself out more for those little gifts that were cheaper than the main present and the the art and the act of giving those to each other on Christmas evening was so much more mm. um and excuse me I've got this cold she was the only one that um would provide them we would never she never asked us to do it she wanted to do that for us mm. so she started this idea that we have of tree presents in the evening which unfortunately has over the years has developed into a sort of multi-billion pound industry well in, in our house as well with some of the members of our family have to buy loads where it yeah. should be a total or a, yeah. a, a funny a novelty yeah excuse me more imagination has to go into that as well though hasn't it you know your time and imagination and that's creativity. right but that's it's, it's connecting to people and as you say yeah. i like to i've got this thing that i i have to feed people it's going from my grandmother yes and but it's the and i like to bake as much as i can and the fact that you're baking for people, you're doing things, this time mm. of year it means more to mm. me. Yeah. And it is that, that is the magic, that's the magic inside of me. And yeah, I, I do get concerned, I get angry with uh, commercialism, consumerism. <laughs> I get angry that the shops we're losing in the high street, in um, local uh, ones. Yeah, yeah, but that's because I'm as guilty of it as the next. Mm. We buy online. Mm. It's, it's no one's fault. We're no. buy, well, it is. It's our own fault. We shouldn't buy online. We should yes. go and buy. Um, and then the shops would be able to have more stock to give you and offer yes. you yes. If, if there was more. So, yeah, I do hate this idea that it's, you know, everyone is putting something, you know, buy the best present, buy mm. the, the best thing. And how many people listening to this who've got children will say that they played in the box more than they played in the toy the toy that was in the box it's interesting isn't it be think about that yeah. i always think about that and well, i'm sure our listeners will be making lots of comments about that yeah i mean really i mean i know i've got a cat the cat will play with the box more than the toy anyway yes, I, I yes. can't get but children have always much enjoyed um my 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 husband's cousin bought me I love reindeer and deer bought mm. me a wicker deer that he managed to completely encase in a cardboard box. Mm. Uh, it was quite clear what it was. So we opened it on Christmas Eve. And uh, my son-in-law and my granddaughter and um, my friend Sebby up the road spent a, a good couple of hours playing in that box. Mm. Uh, Seb was fourteen at the time. Right. I mean, you know, it's a big kid, yes. but but isn't that amazing? Yes. Yes. So just think about that. It's yeah. it's. That joy, enjoyment of being together. Mm. I mean, my grandmother would ban the, the television at Christmas Day, and so do we. Um, even if it's just John and I, and we will sit and play silly games. I would just sit and read in companionable silence, if necessary. Mm. But we're not, and we will have a little. We'll raise the glass and we'll be mm. together. Mm. And it, that to me is. I don't think that's anything to do with paganism. I think that's just doing common sense to bring sure. love back into what we have. Mm. Um, so what does a Christmas day look a Christmas Eve and a Christmas day look like in your household, Christine? Well, Christmas you Eve, to share? Yes, Christmas <laughs> Eve to me, I adore Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am a, a carnivore, so the turkey is usually cooked on Christmas Eve because I don't want the hassle on Christmas Day. Fair enough. Um, and I always have a big ham being boiled. Yes. Um, so that, that's cooking all morning. Mince pies are on the go. Delicious. Um, because I make my own mince meat. Oh, I'm so wonderful. Me too. Uh, but it's mouth nothing, watering. I love mince pies. Nothing like your own mince meat. I totally agree. Um, it's in my family. My mum makes them. I make yeah. them. Make them own mince meat. Everything. Have a tip. Yes. Try fresh cranberries in it. All right. Okay. I don't put apple in. I put fresh cranberries because right. that's that Quite sharpness yeah. is really good. Oh, okay. So I do that. I even make mince pies with a little bit of um, uh, like a meringue topping. So you whisk up yes. with with almond oil. Yeah. and eggs and a little bit of sugar wow. and make like a meringue topping. They are beautiful. Almonds and mince pies are gorgeous.
Mince pies, you make your own mince meat, you put cranberries in it rather than apple. Yeah, uh, and I'm definitely going to try that one. Sounds good. And walnuts and instead walnuts. of almonds. Yeah. Almonds, walnuts, and cranberries together yeah. are, are Sounds fantastic. superb. Um, Mouth is watering it, like a hungry dog. The smell right of it. Now. And the trouble is, I get them out of the oven and I lay yeah. them to one side yeah. to, to cool. Yes. And before I know it, they're all gone. Yes. So I, I batch usually three dozen at a time, which yes. is quicker. So that's Christmas Eve, but it's just going to sound a bit sort of weird. I've got Christmas carols going. Yes. Because, you know, that's my childhood. You know, sure. I was at school. Sure, I love that time. I also play Lorena McKinnett, her Christmas songs. Yes. And I'm sorry, I'm very cheesy. I play Rod Stewart's Christmas songs. But my well favourite my favorite is um, nearly always Nat King Cole Christmas. Beautiful. Um, because it's so mellow. And he's got, he's got yeah. the voice of God. Yes, you know, yeah. if, if God's got a voice, it's yes. Nat King Cole. <laughs> Uh, on Morgan Freeman, I always say. So they they are played regularly. Um, and in the afternoon, evening, we have been going to Christingle sometimes with our granddaughter. Mm. Um, but not always, depends how cold it is. But even if I... My granddaughter will drop, come over at some point on Christmas Eve. Yes. 
we have to see her. <laughs> she has to come over here. We see her on Boxing Day, so that's fine. Um, but on the whole, I can't... It's, it's just that lovely anticipation, that warm mm, feeling. Yeah. And that feeling, there's just nothing more you can do. If you've forgotten a present, well, sad. you just got to carry on. Christmas Day is very calm, very laid back. We, John and I like to share presents privately uh, because we're too lazy to get out of bed. But okay. no, we, we often... But, <laughs> um, but usually it's just the two of us on Christmas Day. If family are staying with us, well, then we all congregate in, in the... Mm. Our big room and presents are open one by one. Yes. You can't all, you've got to see each other sure. open a present. You've of got to course. see that look on their face. Yes. It's not worth it. And then we just spend the whole day probably eating and drinking and stuffing stupidly. Um, Tell us a bit about the decoration in your house. Ah, oh, well, now it's that's a mixture, a little isn't bit. it? Yes. Very pagan, but it, it's also strong. I like reindeer and deer. Yeah, I see you've got some beautiful golden I've got, reindeer yes, out there. I've Absolutely got beautiful. They don't get put away. This they yeah. get brought out more. They get yes. put out in our main room. Yeah, I've got a herd. That, How fabulous! And I've got a new statue that I've just bought of a ra- Father Christmas on a reindeer riding oh, it, which to me is lovely. John always buys me reindeers. We have we've got a reindeer in the back garden at the moment. Oh, not a reindeer, a deer. Yes. that's a, a wicked a willow oh, okay. deer at the moment. Um, but um, soon there will be two, three now because John bought me another one because he's a bigger kid than I am. We will have three lit reindeer in the back garden um, because wow. I love it. But all the children around here, we, we've not got any clothes this year. We mm. turn them off on Christmas Eve because we tell the children that they are flying with Father Christmas. Oh, wow. So they, we've told them that oh, uh, we keep them <laughs> off. But we haven't got any children around here to see it, so they'll probably stay on. So the back garden has got reindeer in. I won't put them in the front because I can't see them. I of want course. to see them. Of and we go overboard on lights. John was trained as an electrician as well, so we've got lights everywhere. Mm. Um, we go through God knows how many batteries. John actually tries to make sure that the battery, he takes, he, he, he refigures them, so sometimes they run off the mains as well. Right. But we just have a massive tree. That's John's idea. Yes. I'd like a smaller one, but we have a massive tree. We were having an argument this year. We've had a, a, a false, <laughs> a, a, an artificial tree for the last couple of years because we end up arguing when we're buying the tree. Yes. Then we end up having to chop so much off when we get it here. Mm. So we've been using an artificial tree, which has been very good. It's much more sustainable, though, isn't it? In I think so. I don't like the idea of killing a tree. It is a shame to see so many trees killed and then a week later they're all lying in the street. That's what dead. upsets me. I mean, it's we, so upsetting. We will um, so wasteful. I can't get it. It is. I mean, we, we shred every yes. real tree we've had John shreds yes. and we put it on the garden yes um, but we're having a we're ongoing argument I'm getting my granddaughter on my side should we have a tree a real yes. tree this year because I love yes. the smell of it oh they are beautiful but it I you hate that idea there. that I've got this stump in a mm. piece of wood you can and get growing done. ones yeah I've never been very successful with them and I've, I'm told that sometimes they boil the roots and they don't always work but I think people are getting more and more aware that this should be better. You can have so, growing um, ones. I've got a friend that's growing ones. As I say, we're, we're, we, usually by now I'm getting the decorations out, gradually, because I've taken the Sawan decorations down. Um, we've gone through Remembrance Sunday, which I'm a great believer in remembering. Mm. It's, it's the warriors that we're yes. celebrating. My dad was, and my granddad was in the First World War, my dad in the second. And... I've just taken his little picture down that we have because my granddaughter celebrated that. And now I'm looking to put the Christmas decorations up, but we're going to Glastonbury for the Frost Fair, which is brilliant at Christmas. Wow. Never been. Mm. Been to Glastonbury years, yes. regularly, every year I go. But I'm going to see that. So, But I know that when I come back, I'll be itching to get the decorations up. Carol 
So yeah, we have garlands around the house that are festooned, but mainly with lights. But I buy silly little things, little teddy bears and little reindeer and mm. robins. Um, and I, I like to... Oh, I can like spread. I like things to look a bit raw, a bit woody. Yeah. As well as, yeah. as well as... I don't like too much plastic, but as well as, you know, ceramics and stuff yes. like that. Um, plenty of lights. And everyone keeps bringing me reindeer or deer. And as I was putting around at the end of last Christmas, mm. I stopped counting at 250. Wow. But that little deer that hang yes. on the tree and hang on garlands. So we do tend to... And I, I take all the decorations out, all the um, ornaments out. Um, not in my temple room where I keep my altar. That just gets added to it. As you can yes. see, I've got a tree ready to go. Yes, that, I that, can see that, yeah. That tree we used at Halloween, but that mm. tree is going to be used for Christmas. Um, so that we get... Um, I just add things to it in here. But in, the, in our main room where we sit, there will be lots and lots of reindeer, <laughs> tears. The ornaments are all taken down and everything is given over to Father Christmases, um, but mainly deers and reindeers and yes. um, candles. Wow, light. beautiful. And, but, uh, you know, your house is beautifully decorated anyway. It's got, it is a wonderful... Well, this room needs redecorating. But it's paganism and, and, and nature. It is our room. Lots of beautiful antlers and reindeers and... And there's still a Christmas Everything. decoration up there on the yes. shelf that was there for last year. The Father beautiful. Christmas, actually, was my old cat's. That's yes. with his ashes. He loved really, that. Really beautiful. But we also, at this time of the year, um, which is a, a, a good... It's not... It's a, the myth of the two kings at this time right. of the year. The Holly King and the Oak King. And they were both gods. Mm. They were twins. The Holly King um, and the Oak King, they met at the two solstices, so the winter solstice, which is the 21st of December, and the summer solstice, which is the 21st of June. The winter solstice is directly opposite the... I'll try not to move a piece of paper here. The winter <laughs> solstice is directly opposite the summer solstice on the wheel of the year. So as we know, from now on, the days are growing a bit longer, mm. so the light begins to return after the 21st, and after the summer solstice, the days grow shorter it's always rather sad yes. you're in the middle of summer and you know that you're going to go into Absolutely. you're losing the light i know i, know. Um, I look forward to 21st december because i know that the day's going to get longer that's thereafter. right we always, oh, it's the shortest day we're going to start getting light yes. again at uh, winter the golden oak king of light wins the battle with the holly king and so he brings light and rolls from midwinter down to midsummer because he's bringing light. Mm. And then they battle again, and the darksome Holly King wins, mm. and he brings dark back up to here. And it's an old story. There's quite a lot of pagan depictions yes. of the two kings fighting. Wow. Um, and I think that's rather lovely. It's a lovely way of thinking of mm. the year as it turns. Yes. So the two kings celebrate. So I obviously, that's another reason why we bring Holly. Um, into the house um, because the Holly King is actually dying now in the yes. sense that the Oak King's taken over. But I have got, and I think on my front door you would see that I've got um, a, a pentagram that's got the Holly and the um, and the Oak on it because it's, yes. it's part of that. Um, so I like to have, I like Oak acorns um, and things like that around Beautiful. as well because yes. that's part of it. So that is part of the well part of all the myths that have come into a lot of the, the beliefs but I quite like that story that these two men fight for supremacy and take the light away um, so I think that's rather lovely sounds wonderful
I think also, when we talk about Father Christmas, he was always, uh, we, we try in our family to say Father Christmas. Mm. So we feel Santa Claus has become a bit too American. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's actually St. Nicholas. Yes. And St. Nicholas was in fact a, a, a fourth century bishop. And mm. it was true. I hope this is not too boring, but again, this is stories of that. He was a, a very wealthy man, but he tried to give money, things to the poor. And he knew there was a man who needed dowries for his three daughters. So he'd climbed, it's quite it weird really, mm. climbed on this roof, on the roof mm. and threw a bag of gold down the chimney. Wow. Now, legend has it that it just by happy chance happened mm. to land in the sock of one of the daughters who was, or stocking, mm. who was drying her stockings by the fire. Mm. So there is some belief that's where we get the idea of Christmas stockings from. Okay. Because the money fell into the Christmas <laughs> stocking. Um, and he nice. did that for two daughters. Yes. And the, the father, thinking, oh, might I get one for the third daughter, waited on the roof and caught him. Um, but he asked for her anonymity because he didn't want people to know that he was doing this. Mm. But, of course, word got out, so they made him a saint. Right. But the poor man was dug up and taken back to Turkey. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, I'm not going to go through all the shit, but yes. again, that is the story. Again, is this where Christmas stockings come from? How interesting. Are we, the route see, to everything, isn't there? It is a route to everything. Yeah. And it isn't just, well, we say the word paganism, 
because paganism is about history, really, which is yeah, really yeah. what it yeah. is. Important so these, not to forget. These are, the, these are the things which I think are as important. The other thing is, as I say, I recognise the, the deer because that's part of the life. Um, we would have to kill the deer at this time of year for food. Yes. Um, well, certainly the, the rich people would be traditionally, yeah. traditionally after them. But I celebrate the deer at this time of year as well because I see that as the masculinity. Although I worship the goddess more, uh, that's the masculine line, the stag, right. the most... Um, yes. So again, that's why I quite like the idea of the reindeer. And again, another myth, reindeer, uh-huh. fem- only female reindeers have horns. Right. So Father Christmas is are, are led by women. Oh, there you go. One up for feminism. Rise are the matriarchy. Yes, absolutely. That's all so, I can say. So it's <laughs> this idea that they're, they're otherwise, which really makes, always makes me laugh and makes me yes. consider that... Um, Again, I don't mind him being a father figure, a male mm, figure in yes. the photo, the the presence. Mm. But again, there was Frau Holder, who, mm. when she in Germany, who is a goddess figure, and she would shake her feather mattresses out mm. of the window, and that would bring the snow. Wow. So all of these things, can you imagine yeah. how they all yeah. combine to us? And I think that it is just important to think of Christmas as that time of of that little bit of magic that we can bring into our life as we go along. Absolutely. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To you So on your, you've got a little Facebook page, haven't you? Which is the... I've got... Avalonia, Avalonia Centre. I've also Centre. got the Ancient Ways, which Ancient is a little bit Ways. dormant at the moment. But, the but that, Ways. can people go on there and find information Absolutely. about these sorts of things that you're Absolutely. talking about? Absolutely, yes. Oh, it might be better if they go on the Ancient Ways. Yes. Um, 
I think it's just called Ancient Ways. For it's people that are interested in, in because these I do, talking about. I do do talks, I have done, mm. um, and I will be doing workshops from there. And yes. what I'm aiming to do is, well, workshops are sort of a, a funny word, really, because, well, we are working because we're doing things together. Mm. But I think it's just, and I'm not doing lecturing, although I can talk a lot, mm. I just want to bring people to understand this time sure. of the year for what it is. Absolutely, yeah. Rather than be blinded by consumerism, right. commercialism, Absolutely. the media. And to consider why we've got things, yeah. and then perhaps we, you know, make your own, or I know it sounds very twee, or just have the things that you that mean something to, you know, that are meaningful to you to do. Mm. For, for example, poinsettias. Now, have mm. you ever wondered why we get poinsettias? Yes, part of the fact they're red. Apparently there's a little girl in Mexico, mm. so the story has it, mm. who apparently, I believe on Christmas Eve in Mexico, they go to the church mm. to lay flowers at the crib. Mm. Um, and she had nothing to give. And her brother, brother or cousin had said to her, as long as you do anything with a true heart, mm. Christ will be, baby Jesus will be happy. Mm. So she picked weeds from the wayside. And that poinsettia, isn't it? No. Well, no? They were weeds and she placed mm. them on the crib with a pure heart and love, yeah. whereupon they turned into the red poinsettias. Oh, I love that. Now, we don't know that. Yeah. And it, this is what I'm talking about, the ancient ways, which paganism is a thin line between it's what we've done in the past um and these myths and legends that impact upon us now yes. and we don't know why we're doing it oh, and if we learnt these things yes. we wouldn't worry about the commercialism that's true if yeah. you know what i mean because they do grow by the wayside don't they well poinsettias do apparently yeah. but grow apparently everywhere that's they how they to be a weed in came some way about. or another how beautiful so that was quite interesting i think that's quite interesting i mean these little things are are, are great as well um, and as I say, there's there's a legend behind everything, but Yule is such a time to me of light, of laughter, of gaiety, of everything that you can bring together, and to bring that magic. You know, it's it's a silly I, it's a silly word. Um, I believe in magic in that mm. sense. Magic is the true is the the what you bring in your intention from your yes. and you put it up to the universe and if we all you know put these things up to the universe then it, it might become wonderful absolutely um and that you can bring about change perhaps yes. because we're all thinking the same but that magic can come into all of us at this time of the year um but if we just let it yes. if we just open our hearts to it and does it matter i'm i'm i was been desperate to go to New York for years mm. and ended up um, just before Christmas we had a three nights to four nights day in New York despite jet lag I can distinctly walking around Macy's store and they it was beautiful for Christmas mm. and they were playing it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas mm. and before I was humming it and mm. singing it as I went along and as I started to turn around so there was this complete stranger walking the other side mm. doing it yeah. and we both stood and looked at each other and finished the chorus off yes. together <laughs> that's magical yes, yes. it's magical because you're connecting to people and it's the time of year where you your hearts go out and I know it's so twee and I know that we say that but that is the important thing and as pagans that's what we look for we look for a life that is lived within nature, that we bring all the good things of nature in. Um, and at this time of year, well, we're bringing the berries in and the hips in, you know, off the rose trees. And we're bringing in dead leaves because they're pretty. But you're bringing that in because it's a, a truer reflection of life. That is a beautiful message to bring to everyone, Christine. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope our listeners got a lot from this conversation because, yeah. you know, I've learned a lot. A load of things. I'm sorry, it's a bit anecdotal, but there's so much about Christmas. You know, there's so much about Christmas that I didn't know, and I'm sure our listeners didn't know. So, you know, that that was a really interesting educational session, and thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. I hope. Just no, no, it was absolutely perfect. But yes, and if if anyone is interested, if they want to go on the Avalonia Centre, if they want to, it's on Facebook, or the Ancient Ways, where we because I called it the Ancient Ways because it is about learning these, knowing about these myths that to bring us to where we are. 
always happy if they want to come on there and I will answer questions or talk to anyone about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, because, I, I, again, it's because I, I just love, love it. I love bringing this. Yes. I love bringing goddess back to the people. Yes. Um, um, and, you know, we're celebrating the birth of Christ. Well, Mary was a goddess, in my opinion. Mm. So I'm quite happy to celebrate her at this time of year as well. Really? So, And I think that's important. And, and that is the important message. It's the mother in love. It is. A beautiful message. Thank you very much, Christine, for being here with me. I really appreciate the time and your wisdom that you've given to us. And uh, yes, and hopefully everyone look out for our next podcast, which we'll be doing in the new year. Yes, for in bulk. For in bulk. <laughs> yes. We'll be doing another one on that. And Christine's offered her generosity and wisdom for that as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yes, thank Not you sure. very much for listening. Thank you. Happy Christmas. Thanks for listening. Look out for my next show coming your way soon. I'd also like to say a very special thank you to Shaz, my producer. Bye for now.